everybody. We're back with another episode of DIY University by Sally Beauty. I'm your host, Amy Berger. And on today's episode, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Zanita Kali. Zanita has such an amazing energy. And I know you all listening out there will not only hear Zanita's story, but you'll also feel so connected to her. We covered her first experience with a professional and how that incident led to some self-empowerment and owning her natural hair. Be sure to look at this episode's show notes to see how you can connect with Zanita online. Keep on listening for this episode of DIY University by Sally Beauty. Zanita, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We cannot wait to dig into all of your tips and tricks. But before we get there, I would just love for our audience to know a little bit more about you. Tell us where you're from. How did your journey start? What did that look like? Awesome. So I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I like to call it the little island because it's just a whole mix of different cultures, especially Caribbean culture. And so anytime someone asks me if I'm from Florida, I'm like, South Florida? I have to really, you know, emphasize the South because yeah. it's just a completely different atmosphere. And I've lived in Northern Florida and it's just, it's just not the same. You know, I can go to my local Walmart and pick up plantain chips. I can't do that once I go up North. So, um, and my family were from Jamaica. So we also still have that culture in that house a lot. So that's something I've grown up around. As for when I've started, so I know a lot of people always ask me, you know, if I was relaxed or if I started off with just natural hair from the bat. And truth is, plot twist, I've had natural hair my whole life, but I didn't actually start getting into the whole journey and learning about my hair until I was around 15. That was the first time I decided I wanted to switch things up. Um, Back then, the culture was very much focused on relaxed hair. And so I was begging my mom to like get relaxed hair or get my hair straightened. I would see some of my other friends who were also natural come to school with straight, silky, hair and I would just say you know mom like I I want that and so my first experience with like a professional was getting my hair straightened and although it was with a professional I actually ended up with damage with my hair and you know that was the first time I let someone else touch it ever and you know when you're going into a salon you kind of put your trust with this person they're licensed they're professional you know you're supposed to take care of me Mm -hmm. and so it was interesting to me that you know the first time I went in I realized there wasn't a lot of conversation conversation about my particular hair type, my particular texture. And so when we first went into the salon, immediately I could hear people talking about, you know, wow, she has a lot of hair. This is going to be difficult. We have to put, you know, a lot more pressure to take care of this. And my hair was soft. My hair was gentle. She's a pillow. You know, Mm -hmm. she, she, you know, likes a little tender love and care. And so once I came out and I, you know, finally washed my hair from it being straightened, I realized I had a whole bunch of heat damage. And at first I thought I went to the salon and got, you know, a a new curl pattern. I was like, Oh, she did work some magic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She found out curl patterns I didn't have before. Um, but in reality, my hair was damaged. And so that's when I realized I had to actually start learning about my hair 
skincare and switching things up. So at the time I was just like, oh, you know, I went to the salon, they kickstarted something I just never did. I finally got a trim. I've never had a trim for 15 years. So I thought, you know, this was something that maybe I need to go to salon more often. If I trim it, maybe all of a sudden the curls come out. And that's when I realized there was just so much more about my hair that I didn't even realize. And once I started having that conversation, you know, between me and my, my head of hair, yeah. <laughs> um, we were able to realize that, you know, all the stuff that I thought I was struggling with or I thought was just, you know, a me problem or something had to happen to experience growth. I realized it was just because I, I hadn't switched anything up. I hadn't trimmed my hair. I was expecting mm-hmm. growth without cutting anything off. You know, I was expecting healthy hair, but only using one product that didn't do anything for my mm-hmm. hair. And so that's when I really got to go ahead and get started. And Sally Beauty was one of the first places where I was able to really learn about all those different products and really get to see what was out there because we were for a long time, the natural community was just kind of using one thing. Mm -hmm. And so now when, you know, you go to someplace like Sally Beauty, you see a whole line of shelves. And they were like one of the very first few people to have like a line of shelves already out there um, before it became more of a trend or more of a conversation. So that's where I was able to go ahead and get that kickstart. Awesome. And what does that look like? Do you, did you experiment at home? Did you try different products? Um, Were you looking online? Like how did you um, sort of find, you know, maybe the mix or the cocktail that works the best for you? Because, you know, I'm in my forties and I think I'm still trying to find (laughs) what that assortment is. Yeah. So this process takes a while. And I think a lot of people forget that. I think everyone just kind of assumes like, oh, your hair's so big. Oh my gosh. How fast? How quick? How did you do this? And, um, I I remember a lot of people were going natural. And since I've been natural already for 15 years, you know, I was seeing people go natural three years and already have my length. So I'm over here looking at them starting later than me. And I'm just like, so what are you doing? (laughs) Because I've been natural my whole life and you've already surpassed me. And so This was where I really had to start figuring out what I liked at the time, because the conversations were happening. There were certain things where people were like, well, I really like coconut oil, coconut oil, coconut, coconut oil. And I tried coconut oil and my hair was like, what are you doing to me? I don't, (laughs) I don't approve. I don't like this. No, thank you. But this was something that was being pushed at the time, like coconut oil, Mm -hmm. natural oil. And I had to go in and really like dip into different oils. So I found my hair really likes things with argan oil. So once I really, really figured that out, I started looking at products more argan oil based. And then I introduced a new oil that was castor. And then my hair was like, Ooh, we really love castor oil. So it was kind of just playing around with different products. I had to learn about kind of I'd be a little mad scientist. One of the cool things I learned was mixing products on the back of my hand to see like how, if they would beat up because with natural hair, we layer a lot of products. So if I were to put a gel on top of a cream, but the they're from different lines, so they don't necessarily mix up when it mm-hmm. comes to, you know, how the products are made, then I would see that my hair would be white later on. And I'd be so mad. Like, why is my hair white? Why is it flaking? Why is it beating up? And that's because I didn't really do the test. So that was one of the things that once I learned, I really really loved, you know, just testing products on the back of my hand, seeing if they turned white. Cause whatever they do in my hand, they're going to do in my hair. And oh, so that's that a great like, tip. Yeah. That was one of the things where once I learned that I was just like, Ooh, okay. So I'll know what mix 
mixes together. If not, I love to stay in a product line because it's just a lot more easier and convenient. That's awesome. I'm going to write that one down myself. (laughs) Um, So you have this opportunity to join Sally Crew, and we're so thrilled to have you here. You have such a wealth of knowledge, um, and you're just a fantastic person. Um, Tell us what you're, you're hoping to accomplish. Is it to help those little girls out there that, you know, always wanted to get, um, you know, the straightening and then didn't or, you know, what's really your platform? So for me, I really want to kind of just further the education when it comes to textured hair, because with textured hair, it comes in so many forms, Mm -hmm. not even just in the natural state, but how it's prepared. And I feel like because there wasn't as much conversation around it, if I go in a professional setting, I would kind of just be put in a corner with the amount of different styles I can choose from. So there would only be those set ones where it's like, well, this is what people are at least known about, or this is what they're comfortable with, or trying to do a style that maybe is done more so on straighter hair. But if I try to translate it to textured hair, it's not actually good for me, or Mm -hmm. it takes me a little bit more effort to do so than just being able to kind of wear it as is. And so I really want to go ahead and expose just the world, because at least if the world knows about it and even other professionals know about it, then it doesn't feel as much of a hassle or feel like, you know, I have to do three times more work just to get ready in the morning or feel like I have to, you know, push my hair away because a lot of us, we actually do a lot more protective styling where we tend to tuck our hair away because it's easier, especially in a corporate setting or a business setting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just don't want to have to deal with, you know, waking up one day, wearing it out and then a lot of the times what people would get is if they go with their natural hair after being protected for so long, they would get the question of like, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. It would be like, oh my gosh, like what happened to you? Did you get struck by lightning? Like what's going right. on? And so I feel like if it's normal to kind of see our hair in different ranges, then it's not so mm-hmm. much as a shock. And it's more so like, oh my gosh, you're wearing your natural hair out today. It looks cute. Or don't say anything at all. <laughs> and you don't know anything. But you know, I feel like it would be less of a shock factor or a surprise Mm -hmm. if it was already, you know, exposed on a regular basis that, oh, you know, if you have textured hair, sometimes it'll braid up. Sometimes it shrinks. People are so Mm -hmm. amused by shrinkage. The first time that I actually had this experience was when I was in the pool and I was around people who did not have the same hair texture as me. And so, you know, one moment I, before my hair touched the water, you know, everything was all big. Everything was cool. And then I went in the water, I came up and everything shrunk to my head. And they're just like, what happened? into your hair like it's gone. Like, where did it go? (laughs) And I was just like shrinkage. And every time, you know, people would be fascinated. Like, why don't you want to wear your hair out when it's raining or water? I was like, shrinkage. It will Mm -hmm. not look the same if I walk in the rain as you. It might dry off and, you know, you can get back to your same texture. Mine will be a whole nother shape, a whole nother size, a whole nother length. So just even having conversations about that. So it's not necessarily seeing as though, oh, it's harder to work with textured hair because there's all these complications. More so like, oh, okay, well, this is textured hair. This is what happens to it. These are the ways we can go ahead and make sure we factor in. This is what's going to happen instead of trying to, I guess, steer away from it because it's viewed as complicated. Right. And like you said, you know, just having the one product for all, that there's actually different products for different hair types, but there's also different products for different hairstyles. Yes. Um, And that's, you know, something that I was learning is that, you know, when you do a protective style, even the products are quite different. Yes. 
um, which which I had been learning about. I, I feel you in the water, but I got to say mine is the opposite. It just gets a whole lot bigger. I look like Ursula the Sea Witch from uh, The Little Mermaid. So I, 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 <laughs> I do not have that same problem. Um, so I love that as a platform and I love it as um, getting the word out, right, that there are all of these options, that it's okay to have all different kinds of hairstyles, different kinds of hair types. If you had to pick what are your like five go-tos, you're in Sally um, and you can pick whichever hairstyle you have at the moment. Um, what what are those necessaries for you? So for me, I always have to have a mister, like the creation of the mister, whoever, you know, was like, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Mister. Yes. yes. <laughs> thank you so much, mister, because the switch from like spray bottle to mister, especially because, you know, with water, it shrinks. So for me to be able to control it a lot more than just, you know, spritzing all of it, getting soaking wet, that has been just a lifesaver. So I have one that's like, um, keep calm style on from Sally. And I'm a huge styler. I love to do different styles. So it's like, this is for me. So definitely always have to have a mister, always have to have a pick, love volume. I'm a, I'm mean volume. We speak volumes, you know? <laughs> so I love to have volume. Um, I also love to have bobby pins. There's, you can never go wrong with always having, you know, a few bobby pins here and there to just fix up a style. And I'm also a big accessories girl. So I love picking up like the cuffs or the clips and stuff like that to go ahead and just add more onto the style. Because sometimes I'll rock it simple, but if you just throw in a few cuffs in the hair, it's like, oh, snap, you know, <laughs> jazz it up a little bit. So that's really nice. And then another thing that I really like to have with me is um, some sort of like cream styler. I've, I've noticed that my hair is definitely more on a moisture base and I can get away with using one product in my entire head. So I usually love going in like with the TGIN Daily Moisturizer. It's a little bit thick, but I can also use it to style just the same and I can use it in protective styles and use it when I'm ready to go out. So things like that where I can multi-use the style and I don't really have to stack up on so many products mm -hmm. is like where you can get me. Love that. Um, you know, I we have a large audience of folks who are, you know, bathroom stylists and chemists and things like that, you know, trying, trying their best at home. What are some kinds of words of encouragement would you give to somebody that's kind of starting their journey, uh, you know, and, and not an expert like you, but really, you know, kind of walking into Sally, maybe a little bit overwhelmed. What are those tips and tricks to somebody who's a, a, a true newbie? So one, it grows back. I know, <laughs> I know the first thing that everyone's afraid of is like, okay, I'm going to take this risk, do this by myself. It grows back. So anytime you make a mistake, just keep that in mind. It, it, it can grow back. Um, but I would definitely go ahead and say, I would definitely go ahead and say first, really just ask yourself, what are you going for? Mm -hmm. And if you are going for something that's a little bit out of your comfort zone, like say, coloring with textured hair. I would go ahead and do a little research. This is the cool thing where you can go online and you can try to look up someone as similar to you. And, you know, Sally's really great. There's going to be a Sally crew. So if we look like that for you, then, you know, you can check us out and you can see what that might look like for you and kind of take those tips from us as well. Because we learn along the way. 
we made mistakes. That's why we have the mm-hmm. tips. We, those tips come from mistakes. And so that's another thing to not be afraid to make mistakes. That's the cool thing about hair. It's not one of those things where, all right, I made the mistake. I can't fix it. And so this is where you can go ahead and just know if you do make a mistakes, there are ways. And Sally, you know, it specializes in having products that are professional. And so if you do make a mistake, you can go right there in the hair care line <laughs> and figure out how to bring it back. So not being afraid to venture out. I know for myself, I was really into trying out color too. So, you know, doing the research, do you want it semi? Do you want it demi? Do you want it permanent? Those were things that I didn't know. I didn't even know there was like a demi or demi permanent hair colors. So just doing the research first instead of just going in and always ask questions. I think people are a little afraid to have a conversation nowadays, but if you just ask someone, you know, hey, um, have you tried this or do you know anything about this? And even if they may not know themselves, they can always refer to you, but at least you asked a question and you at least, you know, made the inquiry to kind of learn a little bit before you went in and just picked up anything randomly. But I would definitely say do your research. At least, you know, especially when you're playing with chemicals, do the research, know what you're going for. So that way you don't end up with a natural hair disaster. Right. (laughs) I like that. I think I'm going to name one of the future podcasts called It Always Grows Back. Yes. Uh, Or We Can (laughs) Fix It. We Can Fix It. We Can Fix It. You and I are going to sit down and have one more called We Can Fix It. Um, So along those lines, is there one trend that you tried that you wish you hadn't? Give me the one girl that, you know, you're like, oof, that was not for me. Oh, man. Okay. Let's see. You know... Hmm. Well, okay. So I've, I mean, I've tried to cut my hair from home a couple of times, but I don't know if that's something I would call a trend where I was like, no girl. (laughs) Um, that's it. I, I'm, I think I'm going to be like that one person. Yeah. You're going to take the fifth on that one. I, I just, I've tried different things, but I'm really big on making things work. So I'm just kind of like, if it didn't, like, I didn't do anything where I was like, okay, I don't know how we're going to come back from this. Like things (laughs) I, you know, I know, I know myself. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if we're, our face shape is fit for bangs. I don't know, but I've tried color. And I think when I, I, I just didn't have more so of a, oh, no, girl, you shouldn't have done that. I would probably say it would be more like in the makeup realm. Got like it. Back in the day, you know, I was just doing my eyebrows and wearing eyeliner, but no base. And I was just like, girl, what, you look half done. <laughs> what, were you, what were you doing? So then our third podcast can be It Washes Off. Yes. All right, we're in. Um, I wish that you and I were friends in the 90s when I made most of my mistakes. So unfortunately, I was solo on those. Um, wrapping up here, Zanita, I think you are so terrific. And I think you have so much to share with the Sally community. Give me one liner or two on the advice you would have given to your teenage self growing up and compared to where you are now as this, you know, famous influencer expert. It's okay to be selfish. Uh, That was something I definitely learned this year. I think I looked at selfishness as like a negative quality. And I felt like if I really had more time to really learn about taking care of myself um, and really learning about myself, um, it would just 
I would guess open a, a bit more doors, but I also truly believe in things come when it's supposed to. Mm. And so, you know, this year has been really crazy and mm-hmm. definitely unexpected, but it forced me to have to really focus on myself. This was my year of self. That's what I called it this year, the year of self, to really just kind of like break thin through, you know, emotional. A lot of stuff with beauty is emotional. And sometimes we're always aspiring to look a certain way because society is always feeding that image. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you actually sit down and ask yourself, like, do I want to lose weight because I want to lose weight or because society says you have to look like this in order to, you know, fit in or, you know, make it easier. Those those were the things where, you know, I would just tell myself if I had to look back and I'd just be like, girl, work on yourself, focus on yourself and, and don't really worry about trying to, you know, be anything more than yourself, unapologetically you. Mm -hmm. Um, That was something I I would always say when I was younger, but I don't think I really understood exactly what that meant. And not just like, you know, as a personality, but deeper within. So I would just definitely, you know, be a little bit more selfish. It's okay. Take care of yourself. I love that. Mm -hmm. I am so glad that your year of self has brought us to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are a delight and I cannot wait for us to have uh, some more podcasts with you in the future. Thank you so much for being here, Sunita. And um, tell all the folks out there uh, how they can follow you on social media, because I have been stalking you ever since I met you, but I'm sure everybody else is going to want to, too. Yes. So you can check me out on Instagram at Truly Talented Beauty, and that's Truly with an L-E-Y. Ironically enough, I actually thought that's how Truly was spelled when I first (laughs) made it, and then I kind of kept it. It's a lot easier to find me because it's a little misspelled, but Truly Talented Beauty on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok all the same. So whatever vibe you're into, you know, if you want to see a little bit more silliness, you can catch me for 15 seconds on TikTok or something. So yeah, Love that's it. where you can catch me. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Zanita. We'll chat with you soon. And thanks to everybody for joining. We'll see you again next time to unleash your potential.